How in the Hell Did I Get Here is sponsored by The Coloring Book Coach. Find your free coloring book at thecoloringbookcoach.com and save 15% on your next session with Kim when you use the code HOW15 in the booking notes at thecoloringbookcoach.com. I think I'm going to take this whole talk that we've had here and I'm just, we're going to put out a raw episode. I'm not going to edit it. Jesus. (laughs) Please edit it. (laughs) I'll listen to it, but I'm like, yeah, I might just put out a raw episode. If you're putting this out there, I'm going to just say right now for the record, I never like put my poop over my kids' faces when they were born. (laughs) Not on purpose. It just happens. So today, we're trying something a little different, and we're calling it Kim, Carrie, and Jenny Uncensored. And what you're going to hear is basically an uncut, uncensored recording from our last happy hour earlier this month. We did tell some funny stories during that time, which you'll hear in future episodes. But this conversation was so fun and funny and indicative of how we relate to each other that we thought it was just too good not to share. As you'll hear... We talk about poop. We talk about sex. We talk about Monty Python. We talk about the joy of hospital stays and more. And of course, they're swearing. Also, there are a few sound glitches. And, uh, you know, maybe we need to stop combining our storytelling sessions with our happy hours. But that probably would be way less fun for us and for you. So without further ado, we invite you to listen in on a conversation between sisters. This is Kim A. Floden, and you're listening to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Uncut and Uncensored. Stay with us, people. So we start off our conversation by recapping the crazy story about the artist who has to work the very strange job that I read in the June 4th episode. Then our conversation just devolves from there. Enjoy. What's yeah. that crazy story that the other story yeah. that I read? Can you imagine yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> that weirdo having to cook warm liver, but don't don't take don't heat it, just warm it, and then put right. it through the blender. And it made me, like, it that whole story box. made me think of Saturday Night Live because it was like a juxtaposition of. Remember when Dan Aykroyd used to do Julia Child, Kim? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> yeah. the basomatic blood spurting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then the basomatic where they're putting the awful things in the blender. <laughs> <laughs> the bath. They were putting the bass in the liver. And then they drank it. And then, oh, it's a dessert topping. It's a floor wax. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that whole story was was all this Saturday Night Live stuff. You know, like all mashed together. So, yeah, that's what made me think of. Save Uh the liver. Save the liver. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, when we were talking about Monty Python, I got to watch The Meaning of Life again. I don't think I've ever seen it more than once. Maybe twice. Really? I had my appendix out when I had to have, I had to have, you know, emergency appendix, appendectomy. Mm -hmm. I do remember they were rolling me down the hall. They didn't, you know, they didn't know what was wrong. And I finally, I called out. I'm like, call my mom. And we got in, (laughs) we got into the room and they were like, well, we're going to put you under now. And the, and the surgeon says to me, 
Well, we don't really know. This is this exploratory. You know, this it could be your appendix, but it could be a red herring. And I said, if I've got a fish inside of me, I'm really in trouble. <laughs> and then they said, then they said, okay, we're gonna hook you up to this machine. And I said, is it the machine that goes ping? Because I had just seen that movie, and that's the last thing I remember so saying. Funny. That is so funny. <laughs> and I, I woke up, and it was my it. appendix. <laughs> the machine yeah. that goes ping. So yeah, if hope, you've only seen I it hope once, they got the joke. If you've only seen the movie once, then so anytime that Kevin says to you, he's wafer thin, you don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he doesn't say that to me. I can't believe it. He's <laughs> got little things question. that he says, but that's <laughs> not one of them. Does he say that? I can't believe, as a Monty Python fan, he has never said to you, oh, it's wafer thin. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie is when death comes, and she's like, I didn't have to live a pate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs> but that's also the movie where every sperm is sacred, where they do yes. that whole well, Oliver Twist. That's, uh, that's when the mom's standing at the sink washing yes, the dishes, yes. and the baby just falls out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, and there's says, like 20 yeah, kids. There's another one. Yeah. There's like 20 <laughs> kids around. Yeah. And then the other woman is in the hospital and she's getting everything. And she's like, hold on. I need the machine that goes ping. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm like, fuck this shit. I am not going into surgery without the machine that goes ping. I'm sure they were like, who is this girl? I hope they appreciated the uh, reference. Do you think anybody did? No. Oh. <laughs> what a waste no what no waste. i mean even when he said with the red herring thing i'm like are you kidding me mm -hmm. i did say i'm like if there's a fish in there i've got bigger problems than i you thought know what? for some reason in my head what i see is them operating on you and pulling out one of those swedish red fish <laughs> oh she's a sweet here's the problem we found the problem yep it's funny, I was just thinking actually today, because um, when I was at the grocery store, I wanted to get some juice and I wound up getting grape juice. And I cannot have, I, whenever I think of grape juice, I associate it with being in the hospital when I had my appendix. Oh, funny. Mm. Uh, because I was 11 years old and I, they kept Not me in good. there for a week. And as well, I said yeah. before, best week of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> Thank God they finally took you in. You were green. I remember that. You were on that little couch downstairs by the little bathroom. And I'm like, she's green. You look like a fucking Martian. I'm not even kidding you. I had been sick for a week, you know. Oh, I, God. I Did it drinking it, warm milk first. Have ruptured. I was, it was, they, they said that they, they, it was so close to rupturing that they were, it took forever Ugh. to get it out. Oh. You know, because yeah. they didn't want, they it said it was as big as a man's too. thumb. Oh God! And uh, you know, and that yeah. So it took forever to get it out, and then they. I, maybe that's why they kept me in so long. One, I think that's just what they did back then. But maybe they were well, worried that, about. I mean, that's what life might, and death. Yeah, Jenny, maybe, did you have yours out? No, Scott did when Scott he did. was about fourteen, and he was in the hospital I for remember. eleven days. But his had ruptured, so he was right. really yes. sick, which scary. Because I remember when it, when it happened to me, which would have been in the seventies. Um, that there was a lot of talk about how close it came to rupturing and, and making sure that there was nothing inside me. Because back then, I don't think they, the chances of saving you were way slimmer. Yeah. No, even in the you 50s. Know. I remember looking this up when Scott was in the hospital, like how close 
and it was even in the 50s, people died regularly mm-hmm. from appendicitis. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. until like 60s, 70s till you know, the operational uh, yeah. getting in play. Yeah, getting. But like word? I say, I can't uh, think of words. That was so the best. Go ahead, best week, best week of my life. Everybody brought me puzzle books. And the <laughs> nurses, there was this one one or two nurses that just were doting on me. And they let me have all the grape juice I wanted. Oh, and God. I was like, I don't know if I'd ever had grape juice before. Because God forbid we'd have something that fancy in our house. Yeah, no, we might not. Kool-Aid was about as <laughs> yeah, good as we got. You know what? Yeah. Just hospital treatment in general. Because, I mean... If you think things are crazy now in this conversation, you'll definitely want to find out where we go next. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey, this is Kim, also known as the Coloring Book Coach. I just wanted to pop in here and say I hope you're doing well. And also, there are some great free coloring pages for you at thecoloringbookcoach.com. And I'm here for you if you need someone to talk to. Right now, I'm offering 20-minute intuitive sessions for just $40. I have the ability to tune into you and your life and provide quick assessment and advice for whatever might be going on. Here's a testimony from a recent client who says, Kim's reading was extremely informative and on target. She knew very specific information about my situation and has provided me with clear direction about next steps to take. She was extremely professional, empathetic, and kind. I highly recommend Kim. She truly has a gift with energy. So if you're interested in giving this a try, reach out to me at thecoloringbookcoach at gmail.com and let's talk. That's thecoloringbookcoach at gmail.com. We've covered a lot of ground, but of course we have more absurd things to discuss. So let's get back to myself, Carrie, and Jenny and our crazy uncensored conversation. Fast forward, I'm in my 30s now having babies. I didn't want to leave the hospital because, okay, <laughs> child number one, I didn't want to have to be responsible for this kid. I'm like, no, yeah. you can't be sending me home with a oh, baby. Wait a minute. It's like, wait and a minute. And kid number two, right. No, it's like, I'm not qualified. <laughs> right. No, I must have to pass the test or something. Right. And then, and that's after two days, right? So the kid number two, Anna, I, I'm like, no, this is good times because I could order anything I wanted to eat. I yeah. didn't have to get out of bed. I could watch any kind of movie on the TV. You know, yeah. there's plenty of movies yes. to choose from. Yeah. And then uh, by time by time John was born, Bill came to pick me up. And I'm like, uh, no, go back to the car because I'm going to finish this movie. And he was super <laughs> pissed at me. And it was one of the Ocean's Eleven. It was, it was one of the Ocean's Eleven. Also, it was a really like, good no. movie, too. I, yeah, I'm like, I do not want to return to real life yet. Yes. Because I'm on easy times here. This is good shit. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, that was the thing when I was a kid, even. And there's, I know it was one nurse. I want to think it was two. But, like, just decided that I was her baby while I was in the hospital. And it's like, I mean, just was like sneaking me stuff and, and just always, you know, just what, you mm-hmm. know, just spoiling me rotten. And plus I didn't have to deal with any of you. Right. You know? Well, that's what you feel like you're an only kid when you're in that a hospital. It's like, <laughs> Oh my God, they're, all the attention spoiled. is on me. It's all yeah. about you. Yeah. 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 It was the best yeah. time ever, except for when the doctor came in to, um, pull out the drainage tube. Ugh. Um, I thought it was good time. No, I had to have a rectal exam, which I didn't even know was a thing. Excuse me, what? No, I kind of yeah. remember that. I think you might have gotten taken advantage of. <laughs> I remember something about that when I had mine out because they're like, if you don't poop, you don't go home. 
Well, yeah, that's even a pressure. You have babies. That's even a thing when you have babies. They want to make sure because of the and passing gas. You're passing gas. So you're passing gas. Yeah. Right. And it's like oh, that's a lot of pressure on. Yeah, I, know, that's funny because the first so the first time I had a baby, I was still pretty much virginal about all this hospital stuff and mm. bodily and doctors. <laughs> so I remember one guy who obviously didn't have the right bedside manner because it's whoever's on call. So he comes to my room probably the morning after Scott was born and he's standing in the doorway and he's like, how are you doing? I'm like, fine. Any pain? No. And how are you pooping? And I just went, <laughs> what? Like, are, you, are you pooping? And I'm like, who would ask that? I'm like, this, yes. this isn't right. I'm a Minnesotan for fuck's sake. Right. I'm like, we don't talk about that. Who poops so, in and, and so I, I think I just like froze up and went, yeah, it's good. You know, because I didn't know how do you respond. Not with a thumbs up, because that's just going to tell them what to do. Right. Put your thumb up my butt. That might help. Oh, my God. But that is important, as it turns out. Well, I suppose after you have a baby, yeah, that, that you want to make well, sure everything down there is back. I thought a lot of women baby. did have, yeah. did poop and have a baby at the same time, from what I understand. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how can you not? You're pushing. Right. Yeah. You're pushing. It's if you got anything cool. in there, you're going to have a little brown coming out. And excitement. The, theory, yeah. the theory I hear now, which kind of makes sense, is that it's a good thing because everything's working. Well, but it, right. it exposes the baby to your poop, which gives it extra antibodies or something. Excuse me, no. Christ, I don't I'm, think that's I'm, part of it. I'm not kidding you. I've read this on the internet in several different places, and real places, not not just some of the goofy places. But yeah, that it's <laughs> that, that you it's, normally. I read visit? this on the dark web. It has <laughs> to be do, true. Right? You never know where I'm going to wind up on the internet. But that yeah, it's they think that that. The, you get more of the mom's bacteria. I suppose antibodies. Little poo. So you, well, <laughs> it's all natural, so it has to. I mean, we've all. Well, not everybody survives childbirth, so maybe it's not all good. Because but, you come yeah, in and get I a mouthful of shit, you're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the meconium. That's their own poop. That's a different yes, thing than right. you know, rub their mom's. But no, it's supposed to them. be. And I don't know if it may. I mean, it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't because you think you would have every antibiotic and antibody. Or right. anything that you could get from your mom. You had nine yeah. months. Well, here's the thing, though, is how come we always wind up talking about poop? Because I have a theory. <laughs> when you like really are close with people, <laughs> when you're really close with people, you can talk about poop and sex. No. So when you okay. know, when you meet somebody and they're new in your life and they're a friend, you know that you are solid when you're talking about poop or sex. That's my theory. Solid. I like that. All right. Uh, <laughs> that liquid. That was a terrible pun, Carrie, but I'm going to go I make know. a drink and then I'll be right back. Okay. Because I Here's... do have a poop story. Okay. And okay. then Jenny will be go? back with her raw I, poop cause story. Because I'm going to bicker with you, Kim, that, oh, that when you're with people you're close with that you can talk about poop, but that doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> right. But I what I've Why noticed is like my best... Yeah, because my best friends and you guys, like, we always devolve into poop and it gets funny. You know what okay. I mean? Like, we devolve into it. But if you're if you're with someone that you're not really that close with, they're not going to bring up poop and you're not right. either. But that's just, that's not the point. It's like, why? It's like, okay, if, if you're, the whole goal in life then is to get close enough to people so that you can talk about poop all the time. 
<laughs> no, it's not the goal. It just naturally happens. Well, it's there's something a, very, very Freudian going on. It's I mean, a barometer of a relationship. When you get to the point where you're talking about openly, openly about sex or poop, yeah, but you know you've reached a level missing, that you're you're missing my point. Intimacy. That's that makes perfect sense, but maybe you're getting too close when all you talk about is poop. Oh no, I'm not. Well, I don't have anybody that would do that with. Well, hello. It's not like I'm like I gotta get so and so on the phone so we can have a dump no, talk. No, I'm talking about us, you numb nuts. Every time we get together, we wind up talking about poop. That's because we're super <laughs> close. It's a correlation. I'm telling you. Oh my you. god! This I know a, you. This is such a circular conversation. I know. I'm. I'm just doing it to you now. <laughs> I'm just trying to fuck with you now. You're just being a big poop head. Yeah. <laughs> If Kevin was in here one day, yeah. he was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. He comes running out and he goes, oh, my God, you have to see my poop. It looks just like Mr. Hanky. <laughs> oh That's a I Remember I told you that is a South Park episode. Yes, from South yeah. Park. He's like, it looks just like him. He's like, I looked down. He was like, hey. And I'm like, excuse me, I'm not going in and seeing your poop. Thank yeah, you, no, but no. no. That's when you're too close. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to our lunacy, and I want to thank you for tuning in. And also give a shout-out and a big thanks to our newest supporter, Kirk Haveman, who visited buymeacoffee.com forward slash the coloring book coach to show his support for the show. Thanks so much, Kirk. We really appreciate the love. Meet you back here in two weeks for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, if I've got a fish inside of me, I'm really in trouble. <laughs> How in the hell did I get here? One more thing. Please help us grow the show by sharing it with your friends. That would be awesome, and it really does help. So if you can, please do. Remember to visit thecoloringbookcoach.com for your free coloring book, plus the color and calm pages that are designed for living through right now. And remember to use How15 to save 15% on your next session with Kim. Book your session at thecoloringbookcoach.com and enter How15 in the booking notes when you schedule. Also, we hope that you're listening to the How to Fall in Love with Yourself Toolkit. A bonus episode was released this past Monday. Listen now to hear myself do an intuitive session with my friend, Nicole Rivera. You can listen to that podcast wherever you're listening to this one. Thank you to Silent Partner for our theme song, Seventh Floor Tango, and our ad music, Blue Skies. We found them on YouTube's Creator Library, and you can find their links in our show notes. How in the Hell Did I Get Here is a production of The Coloring Book Coach and is written, produced, and hosted by myself, Kim A. Floden, with editing direction from Carrie Floden.